Welcome to your weekly astrology forecast and predictions from Born Without Boundaries Tarot here on Astrology Motivation. My name is Michelle and thank you so much for clicking on this video. What we're going to go over in this video is the major transits and aspects of the planetary bodies and how they impact life on earth, what kind of energy they generate, and so what we can expect this week. Um, if I had to summarize it in one word, I can tell you guys right now, it is a very sobering week. There's a lot of Saturnian Capricorn energy, um, and that is very authoritarian rules. Um, let me underline draconian a thousand times. <clears throat> and this is what I want, want you to say, want to, I'm sorry, this is what I want you to understand about Saturn. Is Saturn or Capricorn energy? Let's focus on that. Capricorn energy can be ruthless in its execution of rules and dogma and tradition and um, contracts. So it doesn't really have a heart beyond what's on that paper and what you promised and what was expected. Did you deliver or didn't you? It's very much like a drill sergeant. It doesn't want to hear anything outside of, did you do what was expected and did you follow the rules when you did it? So that is a very challenging energy because it is very set-minded. It doesn't have a lot of flexibility and it's not going to use its heart when it makes decisions. Now, what I want you to understand about this week is that there is huge energy that is going into Capricorn. We already have Pluto there. Pluto's been there for a while. It's at the 27th degree of Capricorn. So it's toward the end of Capricorn and it will be eventually moving out of Capricorn next year, but it is still in there. And Pluto in Capricorn is, remember, one of the players in the pandemic and all that craziness that happened in 2020, 2021. Um, so it is pretty ruthless in and of itself, and it's making that ruthlessness of the Capricorn energy more intense. It is moving out, so it's not as intense as it was, but it's still there. And then, so just think of that being an intensifier. And then we already have Mercury and Venus that have moved into Capricorn, and they did that a week ago. Um, now that means Mercury, our planet of communications and intellect, day-to-day -day communications and intellect and understanding and being able to process information in our own brains, personal communications, um, as well as Venus, which is the planet that rules value or how we value things, what we desire, what really, um, yeah, what really gets our juices rolling. And, and that is, that could be financial and that could be flesh. That could be, so it could be who you're attracted to, um, which could have to do with um, who you're with or your relationships. And then also your banking account. So it is the planet of, of value of luxury, of sensuality that's moved into Capricorn. Both of these planets are inner planets, so they're going to be impacting our day to day. By the end of the week, we will have the ascendant, which means this is where the current first house is sitting. This is where the sun's horizon, the rising is. 
And that means the descendant is going to be in Cancer, which means, and that's an empty house. It's empty. There's absolutely nothing in Cancer. I think in the beginning of the week, there's the moon and that's it. The moon passes out really quickly. Um, this is, by the way, for the week of December 11th through the 17th. So just so that you know, we're on the same page. And yeah, I'm going to flip through my notes because I'm old school like that. But it is December 11th through the 17th. So by the end of the week, we will have Pluto, Mercury, Venus, and the Ascendant um, all settled into Capricorn. And in the beginning of next week, the sun moves into Capricorn on December 22nd. And then we're going to have the moon and the new moon in Capricorn by December 23rd, 24th. So let's just understand this is probably the biggest stellium we've experienced all freaking year. And it's all in Capricorn. To say the least, it is sobering. I think that it's also maturing. It's also like, put your big boy, put your big girl pants on. Because nobody gives a flying fuck about what you care about or your sensibilities. This is grown up time. Like that's the energy. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna flat out let you know that no, it's not about feelings. It's legitimately at this point, and I think this is significant to understand that Saturn, the ruling dignitary of Capricorn, which gives Capricorn all that energy. Saturn is still an Aquarius. But it is going to be sextile to the sun while this happens. It's actually sextile to the sun most of this week. So Saturn is sextile to the sun most of this week while this stellium is building and all this energy is building in Capricorn. And it's also trine to Mars in the beginning of the week. Um, that trine will eventually go away. But what I'm saying is authority has taken over. The sense of authority over yourself and how it's functioned in your life or how you realize it's functioned in your life. But it's such a concentration of energy that it can absolutely become stubborn and ruthless in of itself because it doesn't have many other perspectives. So there is this sense or mentality now that even your relationships and your intimate relationships are going to be governed by, well, did we do it right? Um, is this the correct way to do things? Now that could also have a really good impact, right? It, it, it could be that for the first time ever, you're able to be objective and practical when it comes to having, when it comes to what you, what turns you on and, and what, what you value and how you talk to people. Now, usually Mercury is extremely blunt, almost direct to the point. And it, it's economic, it, you know, speech is economic when Mercury goes into Capricorn because it's like, what do I need to say? What has to be said? And how does it relate back to the rules that have to be followed? I mean, this is definitely like lawyer stuff. You know, it's like crossing the T's, dotting the I's and having that those records that go back for 10 years to say, let's take inventory. And it really is a time for taking stock and taking inventory. Here's the rub. Both Venus and Mercury are also square to Chiron. And that's very tough energy because it means that we're taking inventory of the pain and suffering and the sadness that people's words have caused us, how if they have devalued us, if they have made us feel devalued, why we felt devalued based on how they talked to us, based on what they said to us. And ultimately, this is the time when we would say, fuck it. I'm not taking that shit anymore 
because I'm also going to take stock of what I've learned from being treated that way, which is what Chiron teaches us. And, and especially if there are children involved, because the 10th house, which is, which is Capricorn, and the 4th house, which is uh, Cancer, this is about the, the, the house and the home and who you become into the world. Like So we're no longer people's children. We are now who we have built into the world. And this is what we've built. And both the good and the bad of what we've built are now going to be collected and itemized in front of our faces. So if you've been misspending, it doesn't matter that it's Christmas <laughs> and it is, but it, you know, it's like you either got money or you don't. And if you have, have you, if you have overspent, it's all going to come to you and hit hard and hit home because Venus in Capricorn, it, it, you, I would like to say she's conservative, but she's conservative when it comes to money, but she's not, she's very bougie. So she may not be spending things on a, you may not want to spend a lot, but you want big ticket items. You know, she's very bougie. So it's a sense of, can you live up to your own standards? Like have, have you done the work? And this is, this is the sad part. And this could be what really gets people emotionally. Capricorn energy doesn't give a shit if you spent all your money helping the poor and helping the needy. It don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, you're still not gonna have it and you're still gonna feel the pain of not having it. It doesn't reward you for good deeds. It only rewards you for having followed the rules and making practical decisions. So that would mean, did you only give a quarter of it to the needy and you kept the three quarters of it for yourself while you invested wisely one of the quarters and this went to savings. And then, and did you do it that way? Did you do it? Because if you didn't do it that way, you're going to be fucked. That's kind of what it is. But it also is a, is a is, it's education, right? It's a, it's a learning curve. It's karma that comes around and says, what have you learned? What have you learned? What, do you want to be put in this position? How do you feel? And the more uncomfortable you feel, the more the universe is going to ask you, well, how, how could you have avoided getting yourself into this uncomfortable situation? And what can you do right now to start behaving differently? It wants you to learn through your pain and suffering. And the fact that Chiron is so actively charged here with Venus and Mercury, it wants you to learn. It wants you to learn from the pain and suffering so that you change. Here's another major aspect that I want to draw your attention to. This is what Uranus is doing. Uranus, while Chiron is squared to Venus and Mercury, Uranus is trying to Venus and Mercury. So Uranus is that higher authority on change and rebellion. And basically what the universe is doing is making you so uncomfortable and making these hard-ass lessons in your face, change looks really good for you. Change is something that you want to run to. You are ready for change. You don't want to continue making the choices that have basically brought you to the place of collapse or ruin. Let me say this. For those of you who have made good choices based on following the rules, and especially hard work. Saturn likes hard work, but Saturn doesn't just like hard work. I shouldn't say that. Saturn likes work according to the rules, okay? Now, Taurus may reward, Virgo will reward hard work, but, and Taurus may reward, um, I don't know, Let, let's just not even get into that. Capricorn rule rewards work by the rules. Did you do it by the rules? Did you do the traditional sense? 
Because if not, it doesn't give a fuck. Now, you're not going to experience this energy for the rest of this year. But what a way to start 2023, right? What a, what a, what a, like, Merry fucking Christmas, right? That's that kind of energy. And it's not, it's not emotional. I can't say that it's not judgmental. But it is not emotional. It is definitely like, well, you knew it. So here you have it. And it's all to say, do I want my life to continue being the way that it, it do? Do I want to be in this situation next year? Do I? And if not, then what do I need to change? And you will make those changes because those trines, those trines between Mercury and Venus to Uranus will definitely say, oh, I want those changes. My, my desires are changing. What I want is changing. Like it's like almost like things that have built up and built up and built up are like enough is enough. I've had it and I am definitely going to do things differently and go into a different direction with my life and the choices that I make. Um, because this is it. It's almost like the time of the time of comeuppance. The time of reckoning, um, the time of growing up and maturity. Let, let's go over some adjectives that I would associate with Capricornian energy. And I, I want to keep coming back to the Capricornian energy because, guys, this is huge energy in Capricorn. I mean, it's, it's I, like I said, it, in terms of this year, and we've had a lot of stelliums this year, a lot of collections or clumps of planets, which are, are types of energy in specific zodiac signs. So in specific playing fields, this is the biggest one all year because the ascendant is there too, which means the, the current, the current horizon line is ascending in Capricorn. And that, that tells me that the light is on this energy and everything that we have done and worked for and what we've built throughout the years is into the light is bought to light here so i will say this if you guys have done the work and you have been responsible and you have put on and been wearing your big boy big girl panties you're gonna you're gonna really love this energy it's really gonna pay off for you but if you haven't, and this is going to be for the people who are more emotional, the people who give themselves away, the people who take care of other people without a thought, you know, but that's not mature energy. As much as we like to <laughs> idolize it, that is not mature energy. It's like the fourth house cancer is empty right now. It's empty. It is like I am leaving home. I am maybe not even giving any credit to where I came from. <laughs> Like there's nothing left there. So there is a sense of those of you who have given and given and given, you will remain empty and you will feel that emptiness. Like, like it will just thud because you'll be like, what, what the fuck was I doing leaving myself empty and not keeping anything for me? That's actually not maturity. And maturity, and I say this, and this is why I named my channel, my main channel, Born Without Boundaries. And um, the, the reason why was because so much of learning and growing up is learning how to build boundaries so you don't end up empty. And so what is really going to be highlighted this week, especially for us more emotional, empathic, psychic ones, the ones who tend to give ourselves away, 
are going to is going to be where do you need to set higher boundaries or start building them to begin with because this shit is stupid and nobody's coming to save you because they shouldn't you should build boundaries that help to make your life safe and secure you and if your bank account is boing and all your credit cards are maxed guess what you need to fucking start setting boundaries with who you give money to, where this money goes, what you're spending it on. You need to start really doing the dollars and cents and learn that fucking lesson. If your relationship is bankrupt, it's absolutely empty. Like this person has taken everything and you feel like you have nothing left to give. Boing! You need to start building boundaries. You need to set those boundaries and you need to say, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not taking this anymore. And if I stay in this situation, the only reason I'll stay in this situation is because you have agreed to these new standards. And if you haven't, then I won't. I leave because the standards are staying. The standards are being set. I don't think that people's lives are going to totally and completely collapse. (laughs) I think it's those areas in your life where you really need more solid boundaries and where you need to be the authority for yourself and you need to take authority of your own life that are going to feel the most pain and suffering here. But because Chiron is square to Venus and Mercury, the way that that torment will be set up is through your banking account and how people speak to you, how people talk to you or remembering what they've said to you and how it's built up inside of you. And maybe people have, like how people have gotten used to being able to talk to you, right? And and what they've gotten used to being able to expect from you in terms of expenditures and things like that. All of those could be pretty tough emotional, um, um, emotional lessons that we're learning right now. And that's just saying, okay, I need to set, I need to set more clear, firm boundaries here. This is essential. Now, of course, you could also be dealing with external authority figures. I even wrote down here because the sun is sextile to Capricorn. There could be a sense of fatherhood coming into play here, uh, uh, either becoming a father or uh, taking on the authority of taking on uh, like the role of an authority figure in somebody's life. But since Leo in general represents our whole selves, our our life purpose, there is a sobering sense of what that life purpose is and what it means practically to actually do it. Not just want to do it, not just aspire to it or dream of it, but to actually do it. And the sun is also square to Neptune and Jupiter right now. So it's almost like, okay, how does our reality challenge our our aspirations, our faith, and how do we mature and grow up now so that we can actually execute practically? This is not a bad time. I know 19 minutes have gone on and I've talked about, probably made it sound terrible. I don't think it's gonna be terrible. I think this is gonna be one of the most beautiful seasons and I think it's going to be a very merry Christmas, but it's going to be a grown-up. Christmas. There is going to be a lot of maturation here as well as dynamic change because of Uranus's trying to this energy that's building in Capricorn, this sense of 
okay, maybe we need to change our rules. <laughs> okay, maybe we need to change our standards. Okay, maybe we need to change our value systems in general because if the crap really isn't working and it really is horrible and we really hate how the human isn't even considered, considering Saturn is in Aquarius right now. So it still is that minded, it has that cap on. So maybe the ruthlessness and how we are ruthless has to change. It has to change. Because if we're looking at these systems and they don't work and they haven't worked for a long time, the fact that Pluto is there is all of this is gonna come out and it's going to probably implode which could be very, very good on the global, from the global perspective. Now, from the personal perspective, I think I was gonna read to you a few adjectives. Let me read to you. The positive adjectives associated with Capricornian energy since we are going to be uber Capricorn for right now. And the Christmas, like the 23rd, 24th, the new moon is beautiful. There's, there's maybe one square aspect in the sky everything else is trines it's it's pretty gorgeous it's just this collection this clump these come these conjunctions that are happening in capricorn that are the real powerhouses of what's going on but let's talk about it positives are maturity responsibility self-governance which is maturity and responsibility long term thinking long term not thinking not thinking i want this now but being able to think okay i'm going to take this step now and then plan out what's going to happen um commitment and practicality so really being able to commit yourself to something and commit yourself to being the adult in this situation and being comfortable with that and being ready to sort of be self-possessed and commit yourself to um, taking on the role of authority yourself or especially authority over yourself. So this could be a time when people are moving out of their home, out of their parents' house for the first time and wanting to make something out of themselves and not accepting money from mom and dad and being like, no, I've got to do this for myself, no matter how hard it is. This could definitely be that time, which I would argue is a fantastic energy. It's a wonderful energy. It is an energy that I think we need a little bit more of, and that's a very good thing. The negatives, the negative adjectives that I would associate with this. Control, dominance, coldness. It's really not coldness, it's rocky, rock. Like think of, instead of ice, think of rock, like your heart becoming just rock. Um, impermeability, right? Not, not reaching, people not wanting to hear, stubbornness, and maybe even emotionlessness, except anger, because Mer Mars is like the one inner planet that is not gonna be in Capricorn. Mars is gonna be in Gemini, and Mars is still in Gemini, and Mars is still in retrograde. And ultimately, it's these old angers and these old, this old hurt, this hurt that's set with us or this anger of what we didn't say or what has been said to us that is going to be flung all over. And I'm telling you, that could mean some explosions, especially with that Chiron Mercury square. That could mean some explosions right now. And it is, you know why? It's because it's necessary, because this is the universe setting you up and the explosions have to happen. And they are definitely going to, um, I think, be a catalyst for the change that is happening. We have Jupiter now that has gone direct and that is back in Aries. Jupiter is back in Aries. Jupiter is out of Pisces where it's very kind of spiritual and dreamy and like almost like 
the guru or the guru, right? But now it's back in Aries and it's taking action and we want to expand. We want to grow. And in that fire sign of Aries, it has like rocket fuel to get shit done. So not only is Jupiter direct, but it's also back in Aries. So I couldn't tell you shit is getting done. Action is being taken and we're not completely wholeheartedly onto this whole we're not we're not tuned into are we being are we being kind are we being gentle are we being nice maybe kind saying this this could be what uranus is really working on in terms of venus a sense of well let's change our value systems because you know what kind should be part of the authority kindness should not be something we leave off the fucking table and if we have then that's a problem especially on a global scale you know so that would be on a global scale kind of what we are what we are discussing maybe money shouldn't be the only thing we care about maybe maybe what dictates what is good and bad should not be what like should not be money responsibility this 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 maybe it should be kindness maybe it should be you know, not just are you good and how much money do you have in your pocket, but how much money do we all have in our pocket? And this is Saturn in Aquarius, right? Where the authority shifts to a more community-based fairness mindset. And so this could be when we start to see, at least globally, some of those changes actually becoming law, becoming into effect, becoming what yeah, is our governing ethics system. So, I mean, listen, it's, it's your opinion. I'm, I don't want to have a, I'm not talking politics here or anything like that. It's, it's your, you tell me whether or not you think that's good or bad. For me, it sounds kind of good, to be honest with you, because we need change. We really do. We, we need change only in where we, you know, where, where things aren't working and they are malfunctioning and they have been corrupted. And this would be the time when they're called out, they crumble, and we start to reconstruct and actually become ready as a society to reevaluate our ethics and our value systems and what our legal systems are and what we have created, these laws that we have created, and are they actually decent? So this would be that discussion, and that could be a very good thing globally. Like I said, I think personally, those won't really impact you those changes won't really impact you for a while. But I think that that's a discussion that we've needed to have for quite some time, especially as Pluto starts to shift because it's only, a, it's a 27 degrees Capricorn. It's about to enter enter into Aquarius. And that's gonna change a lot. I mean, I feel like this is really when the, I don't want to say age of Aquarius, people have said it started for a while ago, but this is where we're going to really hit, feel it hit because this is the whole, the generation of the mentality is just going to change between the, 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 the ethics between the, the different ethics between Capricorn and Pluto is just going to come. I mean, between Capricorn and Aquarius, it's just going to change. It's just, just the broader, the broader mindset. Capricorn is all about me, 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 gimme. Let me fill my coffers. Let me put the money in my banking account. And if, if other people are failing, it's not my problem. They should have played the game. It's kind of ruthless that's way, that way. But Aquarius, it's more, no, this ruthlessness is this, it's got to be, it's almost ruthlessness in in its mentality of wanting everybody to be treated fairly 
which we could, if we got into politics, we could also look into, oh, you know, maybe, you know, was communism used correctly? I don't know. I, you know, you political experts, you can tell me more about that. But there's a sense of, um, there's a sense of balance all the time that we have to, we have to really focus on. Now, Pluto isn't a balanced energy. Pluto is just a get shit done energy. So it's an underlying mentality that kind of permeates an entire generation. And so there will be a shift. There will be a shift from me, me, me to us, us, us. And whether that's good or bad and what we learned from that, that's gonna, you know, be based on how we learn to balance everything out. But what I do know is learning to balance everything out is a very mature skill. And so the sobering lesson that we could learn really to connect our hearts with our minds and our souls is how have we balanced all of that? Because the most mature state of being is a balanced person because it takes constant work, it takes long-term commitment, but it also takes listening and being open and receptive and compassionate to others. And so it is in that balance that we, we really should personally take stock and it'll be obvious. It'll be obvious where our stock has run low. It'll be obvious where we need to rebalance our systems now because we're so imbalanced in our energy. There's so much energy in Capricorn. It'll be really clear where we have gotten completely off balance and where we need to sort of build boundaries in other ways. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a very, very, very wonderful week. Please leave your comments below if you're an astrologer. If you're not, how this energy is impacting you, I would love to know. And remember that on a I'm Born Without Boundaries Tarot. My weekly astrology messages will be coming out. My um, weekly tarot card readings are gonna be coming out all week long. Um, over here on Astrology Motivation, I usually do daily tarot card readings. I will not be doing them this week because I will be celebrating. My son is graduating from college. Congratulations, Douglas Denny. This is a super, super happy, wonderful time. Um, so good things are happening and I, and I will be celebrating. So I probably will not be doing any daily tarot card readings after Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, I will be on. Um, but then I will be with my family for the rest of the week. So I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will be checking in to read your comments at the very least. And I hope you enjoy those uh, weekly tarot card readings over on Born Without Boundaries Tarot. Have a great week and I'll see you in the videos. Bye guys.